0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. September to Christmas is a time of the year where a lot of people will be asked by their employers to do a course. Or they'll be sent forward by their employers for a course. You know, a course to upgrade your skills and bring more to the workplace and, and, and things like that. And sometimes it involves doing more than just sitting at a screen watching a video. You have to actually go and sit at a seminar and, and do a course. And it brings up a, a
1: legal issue. Now this seems to be coming up quite a bit. Employers saying, oh, we want you to do a course to you know, increase the level of knowledge you have. But they want it done in your own time on the days that you're off.
0: Now, Richard Grogan, employment lawyer, that's your video from TikTok. Are they allowed to do
1: that? Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, no, they're not. Um, there's nothing wrong with an employer saying, look, by the way, for example, the Law Society in Ireland, come September, runs a lot of diploma courses. And an employer is saying, look, there's diplomas coming up. Would you like to, would you like to do one of them? And somebody says, well, it's going to include a Saturday. But yes, I'd like to do it that's not a problem the problem is where the employer turns around and says i want to do in this course and it's going to be taking place on saturday mornings or saturday afternoons or now because of the way uh, a lot of courses have been done online uh, i want you to do this you know over the weekend or after work that's where the problem comes in Mm -hmm. that's not allowed it's not allowed but uh, realistically richard
0: what choice do you have if you if you're like under the video on your Instagram, people
1: were saying, "Well, if you don't do the course, they won't roster you." For well, if well, now that's, that 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 ends up causing huge issues in relation to um you know claims down to the WRC. If it is what we call um a toolbox course, and this is a phrase that goes back to construction sites, but we it's now used generally around as. If it is, you know, this is a new procedure we're bringing into the office or this is new new procedures we're putting in place and we want you to to train you up on that, that should be done during office hours. Mm -hmm. That's the position on it. If you want somebody to do something after office hours, then the contract has to provide for you doing overtime because it is overtime and it can't interfere with your rest periods. Right. And that's the simple position. And if somebody says, well, look, you want me to do a course uh, you know, at lunchtime every Tuesday for the next uh, month, and I'm not going to get my lunch break, I watch sure you can have a sandwich while you're watching the screen, then that's a claim to the WRC because you're not getting your rest breaks. So right. nothing wrong with doing a course, but you have to make sure that the employee gets the proper rest breaks. If a course... Uh, comes with a fee, Richard. Uh, it, are you or your employer responsible? Well, normally it's going to be the employer. Um, if it is one where you turn around and you say, look, I'd like to do a diploma in whatever, you know, aircraft leasing, the employer might say, well, look, you know, that's going to cost 2000 or $3,000. i will pay 50% of it. But that's the employee coming and asking. If the employer says, I want you to do this course, then the employer pays for it. Yeah. That's the normal certification that's required. Is is it is, uh, it, is it Is it becoming I mean, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, like for for example, for solicitors here in Ireland, take that as an example. Solicitors do twenty-eight hours of what they call CPD, continuing professional development. Mm. That's paid for by their offices, not by the solicitor. You have to do it, by the way, to get your practicing certificate for next year. But that's a, a cost that the that the office picks up, because it's a requirement for for you to be able to continue to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, in your video, you also said that it it may de- depend on your on your contract. If you are a full time worker, your rights may depend on your contract. So, so that gets into that strange space, doesn't it? Whereby the law of the land, employment wise, says something, but you may well have a a signed contract that says something else. That can be problematic.
1: Yeah, well, if your contract says that you'll do overtime, if you're if you're an hourly paid worker, then you pay, get paid that as overtime. If you're a salaried worker, then generally speaking, you'll be paid more than the national minimum wage, and provided the employer gives you 24 hours notice in writing to do it, uh, and it doesn't impact on your uh, rest periods, then normally the employer can insist that you do it. Mm-hmm. In That's term- the d- d- way... D- d- Go on. in in terms of how it's it's set up it's not best practice to be honest with you the best practice is that the training should always be taking place during the working day so that so that it's it's there it's part and parcel of it and what happens is now that employees are are, you know are saying look hold on a moment you know I'm I finished work at five o'clock and now you want me doing a two-hour course Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the difficulty, and a lot of it, the difficulty is the practical side. Are they actually getting any decent training out of it, or are they just sitting there on the with a face on them? Yeah, you know, you, try, if you're paying for training, you want people to be trained. Yes, if you do get that two hours, say in the afternoon, say Tuesday,
0: two to four, for argument's sake, boss is paying for the course. It's in your normal working day. You've had your lunch break. Everything is fine, but the two hours of work. That was supposed to be done between two and four. Still has to be done. What then?
1: Well, again, it depends. Is that going to have to be? Is that going to be done as overtime when you come back? Are you supposed to be sort of finishing at half past five, or is it going to be scheduled some other stage? It, overtime always in Irish law under the Organisation of Working Time Act has to be. Given you have to get twenty four hours notice of it, right. and that's the that's the issue of it, and it's a minimum of twenty four hours notice. Now, most employees, by the way, won't object to doing a course if they think it's going to help them. um And knowing that, by the way, you know, on Tuesday, going forward for the next month, I'm going to have to do a half an hour, or an hour's overtime. They're not going to object to that, provided they get enough notice of it and they can organise their, their, you know, their family life and the, the rest of their life around it. Right. That's the basis of giving people proper notification.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so your employer can't actually come up to you at 10 o'clock in the morning and say, Richard, I need you to stay till 7 o'clock. They can't, they can't do that, or they can't force you to do that.
1: No, they can't. It's a breach of the, the, the Working Time Act. And if the employer says, well, if you don't do that, you won't get rostered next week, Well, then you're into, uh, you know, one of the very good employment law solicitors that's down in Cork with I've got a threat of penalisation for raising a right under the Organisation of Working Time Act. And that's down to the WRC. And that's regarded as one of the more serious breaches of employment law where an employee gets threatened yeah question has just Or co- standing up for their rights question has come in here
0: um which is and it's it, it's the safe pass the safe pass course I'm sure you're familiar. The company want me to yeah. do the safe pass on Saturday. It's not paid. If you do it during the week, they pay for the course, but you don't get a day's pay as well. Is this
1: legal? It, it again it depends on your contract but normally the safe pass course is one that the employee needs to have a safe pass to be able to take up a job and if their contract has been drafted correctly then unfortunately very often they have to do it in their own time uh, so for example if you're going to uh, for a job on a construction site they will say you can't start the job here till you have done the safe pass I see, and so it's a, that's one that that the employee themselves has to have, uh, but most good construction companies will actually run those courses during the working day, and it's just t- treated as part of the working day, uh, for the very simple reason that it's it's good health and safety training, and it's uh, and it avoids the potential of accidents, and that's good management. Nobody wants accidents on sites.
0: And who's liable for the cost of the Safe Pass, Richard?
1: That's always a question Question mark. There is a view that the employee is responsible because it's a requirement on the employee to be able to take up the job initially. So therefore, continuing with it is an issue sometimes that it is the employee's obligation to take that up.
0: All right. Listen, always good to speak with you uh, on the opinion line. Thank you very much, Richard Grogan, employment lawyer. You'll find his videos, and there are dozens and dozens of them at this stage, on Instagram, Richard Grogan, solicitor. Uh, that's the law and that's a fact is his um, catchphrase a hundred and something thousand followers he has now and doing new videos every day thank you Richard Courts 96FM